Is perception reality or is perception false? Perception reality or is perception false? Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. This is Tyler. What up? This is Zach. This is a No Structure Podcast. No Structure. Go explain a little bit more what you mean. So is perception reality? So what you see on a regular basis, is that real? Or are you seeing something that you just are just so used to that you just assume it's real? Hmm. I think I'm talking about life in general, like the big scheme of things, the big picture things. Do you think me sitting in front of you is what it is? Or do you think that there's... Like oh, a, do you mean like, is it connected to like a higher plan? Or yeah, I'm just um, confused by the question. Maybe I'm confused at what I'm trying to ask. Do you like, okay, what I think you're trying to say is, is your perception or does your perception realistically line up with reality? Yeah. Yeah. Like that? Mm-hmm. I think it depends just on the person because it, it depends on how much of your perception is based in reality. Like if you're always one of those people that's daydreaming and things like that, then your reality is going to be more of things that have a daydream feel to them. Do you think there's one true reality? No, I think, and I think we create our own reality. I mean, like even if you think about just the simple things you do a day, like going to like waking up and being in a bad attitude and deciding to go somewhere and have a better attitude, like just that can alter the, your whole reality just then. So staying in that energy, you're switching up energies and switching to something different. True. I agree with that. I do think that we all individually create our own realities to an extent. Mm-hmm. But do you think that there's like an underlying true, absolute reality? Like this is reality. This is what it is in the in this 3D dimension that we live in. Yeah. This is what reality is. What you see might be altered version of right. the true reality but do you think that there's just one true flatline reality that everyone branches off of yeah i think uh reality is kind of just like like art like a book or a movie or something like everybody reads or watches the same things but everybody gets a different interpretation out of it like it's all based on perspective and it's all based on you know things like how you were raised and you know just the way you feel about different things plays a big part into that and i think that's just how like how reality is it's like there is one central thing that we all know to be reality but we're all looking at it from a different perspective. Yeah, based off of how you're pretty much like your life experiences. Yeah, life experiences, how you're raised. I also think that that's where maturity comes from too. When people's reality changes and they're forced to become more mature, it's because their perception changes as well and be through life experience. I think that some people hit life experiences at different times and that's why they're able to mature faster. But I think that all of it is just based on your perception of the way you see things because you could have something enter your reality. You could think like a child and then have something enter your reality and then that ha- makes you have to start thinking of like an adult or start thinking on a higher level. Like for example, like an 18-year-old having a child, like mm-hmm. that just took you from a child to a, now you have to make adult decisions for yourself. Yeah, I agree with that to an extent, but I, s- I do know that there's a lot of people who have kids and they still act childish. Yeah, that's very true. That brings up an interesting point. At what point do you think we know ourselves? Or do you think there's ever a point that we actually know ourselves? Um, I think that there are certain points in your life where you get an idea of where you are. But I also think that we hit different levels. As we grow, we hit different levels in life. And as we age, we hit different levels in life. So that's going to require a new version of yourself every time. Like one of my favorite quotes is, uh, the next level of your life is going to require a different version of yourself. Mm. And it's true. I think we're all just like, like when we're babies, we're our base model. And as we grow older, we're like the, the newer, better, hopefully the hope is that you become a newer, better version of yourself over time. Um, but yeah, I think that I don't think that you ever truly know yourself. I think you're always learning about yourself because there's always going to be situations that challenge what you've thought of yourself or what other people think of you as well. I agree with that. I don't think that we can ever 
truly know ourselves. No, I don't think so either. I think yeah. you would have to become like a like a Buddhist or something. I don't even think they know truly know themselves. Yeah, I think they probably know that you can't know. Yeah, then they're just not telling anybody. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that'd be such a dirty secret. Like you'll never know yourself, but I'm not going to tell you that. How many years do you think you would need, like, to live in order, like, to be able to find out that answer? See, that goes into my thing. I don't think you can ever truly find that answer because. You don't know how you're going to be in a certain situation until you're tested in a certain situation. So, yeah, you can say, like, like just doing the right thing, right? Like, let's say you found a, a, a bag of money. The the right thing to do would be to go turn it in, right? But you could keep it. You know in your mind, like, the right thing to do would be to turn it in, but you don't know if you're actually going to do that. Like, you and yourself know that you follow a right righteous path. I got I to gotta stop you right there. Okay. That's really funny that you brought that up because I had this conversation at work, and then I had this conversation with Taylor. Yeah. If you found a bag of $50,000, what would you do with it? 50k yeah probably take a cool 15 off the top and turn it into 35 would you yeah probably bro i'd take it all would you i'd take it all i'd sit on it for like a month see if anything pops up like if it's like an old lady that claims she lost 50 grand then i'll turn it in yeah but if no one says shit in a month bro that's my money because you know my perception of it is it you know when you see those movies where there's like uh they go into the police stations and they always like try to go and steal something out of the evidence locker Mm -hmm. there's just all this mounds of cash everywhere that's Mm -hmm. why i just think that they all just have this in some locker somewhere it's like it's not in there it should be in my hands you know what what good is it locked up i don't see the police giving it back to you no for sure not even if that's why why would i take it to them yeah like now i'm just giving them fifty thousand dollars yeah so. I think though that if I kept the fifty thousand in some way to make myself feel morally better about it, I'd like donate a little bit of it to something. Okay, yeah, I get that. Yeah, but I would definitely sit on it for a little bit just to just to you know gauge the situation. Right. If um if nothing pops up, looks like I'm sitting on fifty grand, player. I just uh or not I just but my mom told me this story when she used to live in Dallas that there was this kid that found uh, a bag a big bag of cash out in front of his school mm-hmm. thought it was cool brought it home and then some fucking gangbangers picked him up and, like cut his fingers off and sent him to his parents and stuff and yeah I mean I get, you, yeah. you have to look at the situation yeah really. it's it's just wild man yeah that's what they were asking me at work too like what if this is somebody dangerous's money and they're like watching it or what if mm-hmm. it's a trap what if it's a setup right like yeah that's yeah <laughs> that would fucking suck. Yeah, that would suck. Like a uh, what is that called? A sting? Yeah, but isn't that entrapment technically? Couldn't technically the cops get busted for that? I have no idea. All I know is that yeah, if you, if it was a setup and you were in the <laughs> middle of the setup, that fucking sucks. Because they do that shit for like, um, you ever see those shows where they do that for cars? Like mm-hmm. they leave the cars unlocked and then yeah, once they yeah. get into it, it locks all the shit. Yeah, but yeah. That was that was a big show back in the day, like around the time of To Catch a Predator. Yeah, like around those times. Was it called Hot Car or something like that? Or? Something like that. Yeah. It was, that was like really popular when those uh, repo shows were really popular. Yeah, too. No, I know exactly what show you're talking about. They're like, okay, shut it down. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, but going back to what I was saying about like uh, never truly knowing yourself. Mm-hmm. Like for instance, like you know in a situation, like let's say a hostage situation, like a bank, right? You, in your mind, if you've never been in the situation, you think, yeah, I would definitely do something heroic and I would try to save the day. Not until you're in that situation and you really find out that you're a wuss. Like, yeah. you think, I think, and that goes back to perception. You think you have a perception of yourself until you're put in a situation that challenges that perception. That's why I don't feel like we could ever truly know ourselves because we're, we haven't been put through every situation possible. I agree with that. You know how people say, like, you know, would you want to live for forever? And people are like, I wouldn't want to live forever. for forever. Yeah, this guy? Really? I don't want to live for forever. I do. The reason why is because I think that, you know, what you were just saying, like, you're always learning yourself. Like, there's always, like, a new version of you mm-hmm. every so often, whatever. I think that there's so many yous that you'll just, like, you'll never get bored. You'll always yeah. figure something else out. Always. I just feel like the time period that we're in right now, like, there's just so much bad shit. I don't know if I could take another 200 years of this. I'd be fine. Like, it's already a lot. I've only hit 29, almost 30, like, another 70 years of this. 
That'd be fine. I mean, it, it wouldn't be ideal, but I think the... I mean, I can survive. I'm just saying I just don't know if I want to see. Like, I think of all the things like my grandma has seen, mm-hmm. like Pearl Harbor, World War One, Vietnam, like 9-11, all that stuff. And it's like, God damn, that's going to be draining after a while. But I think that that's, that's just human nature. Like, there's yeah. always going to be tragedy no matter what. Right. You know? And if you're looking at it from that perspective, I feel like living forever is going to be shitty because you're just looking at the next disaster that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But if you look at it for like all the positive things, like the self growth that you can have, the relationships that you can make, um, the things that you can teach from all the things that you've learned, yeah. the things that you can experience. I think that there's so much more positive than the negative. I would just start watching this movie too on Netflix. I cut it off cause I think I've seen it before, but I'm not positive, but it's, I think it's Ryan Reynolds. He dies and, uh, or no, he's an older guy. So this older like billionaire guy gets a, uh, a disease and he's on the verge of dying and so he fakes his own death and they transfer his consciousness into another body. Why does that sound hella familiar? It's called Selfless, Selfer, something. Okay. I started watching it. I was like, I think I've seen this before, so I cut it off. But uh, like th- when I think of living forever, that's the only way I could see us doing that. Like, obviously, the medicine would have to catch up to it. But like, I, I'm getting that you're probably just talking about the idea of it. Yeah, just that yeah. idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think that, that since we're talking about perception, these are just two per- perceptions that we see. Cause For sure. The perception that I have is that it would be positive because of all the things that are possible with yeah. so much time. You know, we think about it all the time. Like, man, I wish that we had more time for this. Like right now, mm-hmm. today, I wish I had more time today for things. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, I can only imagine. Yeah. You know, Kill. I can only imagine if we just had so much more time in life, like what we would achieve individually. Right. Well, I think that's the number one thing is like I've, the only thing that you cannot buy or get back is time. And I want more of it, man. Yeah. That's why immortality sounds fucking dope. That's why on one of those podcast episodes, you guys asked what I would want my superpower to be, you know, to manipulate time, to be able to slow it down, speed it up. Yeah. Just, yeah. That'd be dope. Because that's the one thing we all can't buy back is our time. So stop wasting mine. Did you, I don't know if we asked the question on the podcast, if you could have that superpower yes. to stop time, but you would age during the time stop. Oh yeah. I remember you saying that. Would you, would you still take it? Uh, depends on how many years, like it, if you, I guess the ratio would have to even out for me. Let's say that the time triples for your biological clock. So like if I stay in for an hour, it'll it's three hours on your body. Yeah. I would still do it. Okay. So what if it's, you'd have to pick and choose what about like, every hour is a day, every hour, nah, every hour that you're freezing time is a day on your life. Then you'd have to, you'd literally have to, I, I would use it sparingly at that. Like point. you'd have to plan that shit out. Yeah. yeah. It'd have to be like something of real significance for me to want to stop time. I would definitely do it still. Yeah. But yeah, it would be one of those things where it would be like an every once in a while thing, especially a year. Well, think about it like this. Like you can use it 365 times and it's just a year. That's not too bad. Oh, I think you're saying one hour, one hour equals one year. No, no, no. One. Oh, if it was a yeah, year, I, was I wouldn't. Like, damn, if it was like, a year, I wouldn't really have use to use it. that sparingly. Yeah. If it was a year, I wouldn't use it. It would have to be like a life or death situation. Yeah. Or, or you're or saying, hella old. oh, you're saying you get like one year of being able to do this. Like you get 365 tries of doing this. No, no, I'm saying if you are freezing time. Yeah. Every time you freeze time for one hour, uh-huh. the amount of time that goes past for your body, your body aging is one day. Oh, okay. For every hour is one day. Exactly. Okay. So you have 365 hours in a, a year of time will pass on your body. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'd probably break it down and say, okay, you only have 365 times to do this. Do, mm-hmm. Don't do it more than 365. I would yeah. only want to waste a year, and that's it, probably. Just a year? I think so. Hmm. I mean, it depends on what I'd be doing. Because what if, like, I got to, like, this is, I'm not trying to be funny, but what if I got to, like, 69 years old, right? Mm-hmm. And my 70th year was about to be that year? 
and then I already maxed out that year and I croaked at 69 and I missed my golden year, I'd be pissed. But that's the thing though. It's like, so what are you doing in, in these times that you freeze in time? Like if you're, yeah, see, if you're fucking like having the time of your life, five years might, might not sound too yeah, bad, you know? It might not be, or it might be worth it. I don't 10 know. 10 years might sound better. What's a realistic thing though that you would slow down? Well, I think I, I would guess one of them for you, but. What? So like so slowing down, spend more time with your son, like being able to. Yeah, that would be yeah. that. But I think that would be mine too. Just being able to spend more time with people, like being able to fit a, a real social life in with having a work life and an entrepreneurial life. Okay, so in my mind, I'm thinking if you could stop time, I'm thinking everyone else is frozen though. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So, but then what would you even stop time for? Like in that case, get as much money as you can. Yeah, it's about the only thing. Just like, have you ever seen Jumper? But I would never steal. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen Jumper? Yeah. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah. Pretty tight. What's a time where there was a perception that was created and um, you knew that the perception was false? Like, I can give you an example. Like, yeah. my ex, we would get in arguments pretty often, you know, like a young relationship, like dumbass arguments. And this is like when Instagram was like first started and it was like, you know, you just post everything. Right. And we would be in arguments and she would still post pictures of us happy. It was weird. It was fucking weird. Like, you know, she's just yeah. creating this this image that she wants people to think yeah but the reality is not what it was yeah um i'll give you a good example this is a little deep but uh so i mean we talked about this recently too like there was a phase for like the last couple of years where i was really into going out mm-hmm. like going out a lot and on the outside when you see pictures and stuff of like or videos it would look like the person that's going out is happy because you're always out doing things drinking having a good time but yeah. a lot of it for me was i started going out a lot um after i went through a breakup i was you know it's going through that there was stuff in my life like i didn't like my job and i was turning to partying and going out to try and make myself feel better instead of actually taking care of the stuff that i really needed to take care of mm-hmm. so especially like when i went to work sometimes when i was working at a i won't even mention the name because fuck them but <laughs> i was working at this place like people would have this perception like, oh man, you look like you're so happy, you're doing great, like all this because they see me out partying, but it's like the partying is just to cover up the other shit that I'm going through. It's just a distraction from whatever else I'm going through. So like to you guys, it might look like it's all good, but in reality, I'm just trying to like distract myself from the real things that I needed to work on. I think that's common. Yeah. Most of the people on social media right now, like if you were to look at their in- or their pages, maybe not now because of the places that we are in life, right. people are actually like getting into families and houses and shit. Um, but like, let's say, five years ago right when we were like really out wild and shit yeah you know like i don't think most people were really happy at that point like it was such a confusing time you know yeah because we and this goes back to like finding and knowing yourself too like i think we were all just trying to find ourselves at that point and like the partying didn't help out like i'll give an example like i used to go to like raves and stuff a lot and as fun as they were and as cool of the people that I met, that wasn't really me. Like, mm-hmm. it was just, I liked the music and stuff, but I was mostly going just to distract from whatever else I had going on. And when it, you know, it wasn't really who I was. And after a while, you'll start to feel that. You'll start to feel like, I don't belong in this social setting or I don't belong. This isn't me. This isn't a true reflection of who I am. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say anything bad against the race. It's just, it doesn't, it's not for me anymore. Like, at the time, yeah, sure, it was cool. And I met a lot of amazing, cool people. And, like, the events and stuff that I did go to were cool. But it's that wasn't truly who I was. And I figured, and I found out that I was just, like, faking it for a long time just because I didn't... I thought going out and just being young and, like, kind of carefree and wild was the thing to do with, between those ages. When in reality, it's kind of just like we're all just trying to find ourselves and we're just doing this to, to do that. Yeah. I wonder how much of the reality that people create, like, their online persona, I wonder how much of that is directly responsible for other people's realities. For example, if you see someone that you look up to online and, you know, they have this dope ass car and they got all the shoes, all the clothes, they got all the females, whatever the fuck, the thing that that you want, they have. I wonder how much of that directly affects you. So, for example, if that person was never around. Yeah. 
what would be different about your life? You know? Oh, I get like that. What kind of influence that person's had yeah. on you? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we all have like people that like we see them wearing cool shit and then it makes it that thing look cooler to us. Cause mm-hmm. if I saw that in the store, I probably wouldn't get it, but on other people, it looks cool. So I do think that that plays a part into it a lot too. I think because people think that because Instagram is so open to everybody, mm-hmm. it almost feels like everybody's on a level playing field when in reality we're not. It's just, a good point. it's still people are flaunting and doing all that. We just feel like we're on an even playing field because we don't, it's all, it's a free app for everybody. Going in on that a little bit further, this example that we're talking about that's looking up to the other person, mm-hmm. the look up to person, the influencer. I yes. guess that person might be just putting images out there and their life might be shit. Yeah. So what I'm trying to say is this is a false reality that's influencing somebody else. Who knows how? Exactly, you know? And that's yeah. just so crazy. Yeah. Well, even like the um, like rappers and I, I hate to use this example, but, you know, like with all the ones that do coding and all that stuff, like they're making it look cool, but they're using that stuff to battle shit that they have going on with them. But to a kid seeing that on the Internet. That just looks like the cool thing to do. So now they're fucking with that when they're not even really depressed. They're just mm-hmm. doing it because, you know, their favorite rapper is doing it. Mm-hmm. But I think, uh, you know, and that also comes with growth, too. I think I needed, to, like, going back to the, the parting thing, I think I needed to go through that transition, too, because I think that's truly where you find yourself, too, is when you're doing a lot of things that don't align with who you are, it'll eventually push you to trying to be or moving towards the path of who you truly are. Like, after, like I said, after a while, you'll just realize that the, you'll just feel so uncomfortable in situations that you're just like, this isn't me. This isn't who I am anymore mm-hmm. or who I am, period. That's, yeah, I agree with you. You have to go through a lot of shit that you realize is not for you Yeah, to know what is for you. Yeah, relationships, life, everything. everything. Jobs. Yeah. yeah, everybody goes has to go through. Everything goes through a growth stage. There's no evolution in life without having some kind of growing they call it growing pains like mm-hmm. it's, you literally have to go through growing pains in order for growth like growth is not just gonna you can't just wait say i'm gonna be a better person tomorrow wake up and all of a sudden your life has instantly changed yeah it's it's, that's definitely a start though yeah you yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. Definitely a start. yeah as long as you're putting yourself in that mind frame to want to be better but it's you know you it takes work it's not just like a thing where you can just do it overnight yeah so we're talking about perception and versus reality right have you ever heard of um let me look at the word because i don't know how to say it correctly synesthesia yeah. So where like your senses are kind of like intertwined with other senses. So like there's like famous music conductors and they see color or they see sounds. Oh sound yeah, yeah, like color. Uh, Pharrell. Oh, does he? Yeah, uh, seeing co- I think it was seeing sounds. Was seeing sounds was a uh, he says he can literally visualize the sound in front of him. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. You know, like a top tier artist probably does have it. Right. Yeah. I think that that's interesting. Like we all see things like our our all of our perceptions are just so unique. Mm-hmm. You know, like for example, I, I know that there's a pretty popular uh question like is your color red the same color red as mine i always think that too like or the the way i'm tasting salty is that the same way you're tasting salty Mm -hmm. like salty could be sweet to you and it could be salty it could be like bitter or whatever to me like Mm -hmm. you never know but you both think that it's salt Mm -hmm. and it still works because we know that salty and sweet go together yeah usually yeah or red and black go together yeah but it can technically be like my green and yellow or it's like navy and black. Sometimes I can't tell if it's black or if it's navy. Taylor's like that too. Yeah, sometimes it's like really so close together that I'm like, I can't really tell. One time I got laughed at in the fucking uh, champs one time because I asked the champs guy. If oh, was, really? Yeah, and I was like, are you, if you're trying to sell me something, you probably shouldn't be fucking laughing at me. Yeah. That's <laughs> funny you say that. Remember the dress? This is like five years ago. The, it was a long time the ago. The blue and silver one? Blue. Or was it blue, blue, and, blue gold. and gold? Yeah. yeah, blue and gold. That was interesting. That was interesting. Or well, there was another one at that time too with the um, what you heard. Um, yeah, Laurel. Laurel or Lori. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. That, that's, those things are weird. Yeah. I think that the sound one doesn't really count because it depends on where you start to listen. Mm-hmm. But the 
the dress one i think is more interesting it's also too with the sound ones how you're hearing it too like are you listening to it over a stereo or are you listen to it with headphones oh, like okay. that can change it too yeah the, the visual dress though i think that one's interesting because that one was weird yeah like some people like it changed after a while yeah when Mine you stared at it for so long it changed colors do you remember what color you saw i think blue yeah like, the, one, yeah. like bluish purplish with black stripes or something like that yeah something, something like, like that. that yeah that's what i remember it's interesting man like that shit like that though makes me think like i think it's very possible that the way i see life is not how other people see it oh no that's why i love art so much because what i see from looking at art is what you and somebody else would get two completely different interpretations and mm -hmm. even looking at the same exact thing that's what's nuts is like or me you and i could watch the same exact movie and i could think that shit is trash and you could think that shit is great yeah um sometimes like when i do like video stuff i can visualize like how it'll look in my head like you know in iron man when he goes up to that big screen he's like moving everything around with his hands mm -hmm. i think of shooting videos in that way like moving stuff into places and maybe that's because like uh, editing on iMovie, you know, that's how you do it on mm -hmm. iMovie, so maybe now I just see it that way, like, I see where certain music can go and stuff. Probably. Yeah, I can see it being like that. I know that there's different ways that people organize stuff in their head, like, mm -hmm. some people are organized chaos people, you know, some people are very organized. I think I'm an organized chaos person, for sure. Yeah, I think it depends on the situation. I know in my mind, the way that I have things set up, I think it's pretty filed. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not, I think I'm kind of, like, sporadic about my things, like, I think I have, like, a general outline of every how everything's supposed to go during my day. Mm. But I just, I try to factor in for, um, like, unpredictable stuff. Like, what not factor in, but, like, I just... Like, you leave open space? Yeah, I just keep myself open to, just in case, like, running an, an extra half hour late or something like that, or having enough time to do stuff. Like, I give myself a cushion instead of being... I used to be a person that was, like, if I had to be there at 4, I'd be there at 3.59. Mm -hmm. But now I'm, like, 15 minutes early to stuff because I just don't want to even take the risk of being mm -hmm. late to certain things. Speaking of, like, um, organizing in your brain and stuff, um, so I was on Twitter. Actually, I'll just read the tweet. So I came across this girl that was talking about... So it's a fun fact. Some people have an internal narrative and some don't, as in some people's thoughts are, like, sentences they can hear, and some people just have abstract, nonverbal thoughts and have to consciously verbalize them. And most people aren't aware that, that there's another type of that person. So, like, when I think of that, I think of, like, um, you ever watch Scrubs? Uh-uh. Oh, I mean, I can't think of another show that has Like it. Dexter? Yeah, you know, like, how there's, like, a narration, and you know it's his mind speaking, it's not really him speaking? Mm -hmm. That's how, like, I'm, I'm, like, one of those people, I have, like, a running dialogue in my head throughout the day. Okay, give me an example of what your mind says. Like, if I'm walking somewhere and I see somebody, like, I don't have to verbalize what I'm thinking about that person. Like, there's a narrative in my head that's like, oh, that person's wearing a red shirt or something like that. Like, there's a, like, a, almost like an internal voice in your head. So, I have an internal internal voice in my head, mm -hmm. but I don't think that I'd break down a person when I'm walking by. No, 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 I don't mean that. But, I mean, you have, I'm not saying that that's what it is. I'm saying that the difference, what they're trying to explain is that some people don't have that period like they don't have any voice in their head so like if someone walks in and they're wearing something that they definitely shouldn't be wearing in your head you're like this motherfucker right here no that was a bad example what i mean is just like you that's always what my head says yeah but well no but i'm saying like you always have a con but you have a constant dialogue in your head like you're that's what i'm trying to get out is but you keep saying dialogue so like you are talking to yourself yeah like actively talking to yourself like, like almost like hear like you're hearing your thoughts some people don't hear their own thoughts they have to verbalize them in order to for it to register i'm trying to understand if this is the same thing that i'm thinking or if this is something else because yeah i have my voice in my head when i think about things but i wouldn't say that i'm necessarily talking to myself it's i not, mean it's not talking to yourself it's like uh i don't know how to explain it i don't think it's talking to yourself it's just like you don't have to you can you don't have to 
speak in order to think something. Some people have to speak in order to think that. Like, mm-hmm. you can think, like, I can walk by a person, see them wearing red, and just in my mind, my, my mind will say, like, oh, that person's wearing red. But some people have to verbalize that in order to hear it in their brain. Some people yeah. just automatically hear it. Some people have to say it first before they can he- their brain can process it. Which I never knew that there was people like that. I just assumed that everybody had, like, an inner running thing in their head. Like, yeah. just, you know, just thoughts. I'd Like, I thought everybody could hear their own thoughts. I, I think that that's why I'm confused right now, because I don't know what I have in my head is what you're talking about first yeah. of all and second i don't know if what i have in my head is normal you know what i mean yeah third i don't know what the person that you're describing has if they don't have that i guess it's hard for me to understand if someone doesn't have anything going on in their head so they can't not that they don't have anything going on in their head they just can't they don't hear something say something in their head like if the same person walked in front of us like the same person a person walked up and they're wearing something crazy and you see you can see them wearing something crazy in your mind you're like damn that person's wearing something crazy and you can hear yourself say that yeah some people can't hear themselves say that so mm-hmm. they have to actually verbalize they have to be like damn that person's dressed crazy in order for that thought to be received by their mind do you think that that means that their brain isn't functioning no i think properly? that i think it has to do with their perception i think that they're just their brain is just wired different than other people's i don't think that has necessarily i don't think see that there be i think there would need to be more science done into why people have that and why, why some people don't and some people do i just always assume that everybody had that i've always yeah. thought that everybody always had like not somebody talking to them in their head but kind of like just a voice it almost like your sorts voice. your thoughts almost yeah it's almost like having like a uh, like an internal computer, like your it, observation. Yeah, yeah, stating obs- observation. Yeah, it just draws in the information stuff. I didn't know that people can't don't have that in their head. They just it's just I don't know what it is. Is it just empty? Yeah, I don't I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Because when I was reading the example that the girl was giving, she was talking to one of her friends, and her friend literally said she had, in order to like think like for example like if a dress is red, she would have to stand in front of a mirror and say the dress is red in order for her to her brain to be like oh the dress is red. That sounds She's like a brain issue, bro. No, it's not. It's like like only 60% of people have an internal monologue like the based on the science that I was reading like not everybody has this it seems like they would their brain would compensate in a different way then it probably does I don't know I didn't do enough research into yeah, it like because that, that just that seems like it defeats the whole purpose of your brain because think about it like this like what if you're in a dangerous situation and you have to be quiet and hide do you have to be like oh shit there's danger out loud for you to know there's danger no I think you can still feel things I just don't think you can I don't know like verbal. you know what I mean like it, it seems like if you don't have that, that it seems like your brain is incompetent to an extent. Yeah, hold on. Let me read some of this. Maybe it'll make more sense if I... Okay, so she goes, literally the first person I asked was a classmate of mine who said that she cannot hear her vo- her own voice inside of her head. I asked her if she could have a conversation with herself in her head and she looked at me funny like I was weird. So I began to become more intrigued. Most people I asked said that they have this internal monologue that's running rampant throughout the day. However, every once in a while somebody would say that they don't experience this. Like, for example, like, how did they read? Like, if I read the paper, if like, if I gave you a book, you can read it in your brain. Yeah, Other people actually have to, yeah, it, other people have to actually verbalize it in order to hear their own voice. They can't hear their own voice in their brain. Yeah, that sounds like something's wrong with your brain. No, but this is pretty common for people not to have. It's like... Uh, it's pretty common for people... <laughs> to have things wrong too. no no i mean this is like normal people like this they're not doing like people that have traumatic brain injuries or anything like she this is what the whole point of the article was and she found out mm-hmm. that there's so many people that don't have that which is wild to me because i was like when i was reading it i was thinking the same thing as you it was like that sounds like the brain injury i would love to talk to somebody yeah that, has, that, that goes through that yeah so if somebody's listening to this and goes through that please reach out because yeah. i would like to know honestly i, I, I want to know how they perceive life if you can't hear yourself in your brain like i don't know yeah maybe it's better maybe maybe it's like a, it almost turns off like your commentary like, you know what I mean? Like, you're like, almost like your fear and stuff. Maybe mm-hmm. that's why some people are so fearless because they don't, they can turn that part off. They don't yeah. have somebody inside of their brain telling them, hey, maybe this isn't such a good idea. Yeah. Speaking of that, uh, not everybody being able to have the inner monologue. Mm-hmm. Do you have dreams? Do you dream? Oh, I dream a lot. Yeah. 
there's a there's some people that i work with who don't dream i always thought that that was weird when people said that like i would say oh i had a crazy dream last night and people were like i don't ever dream anything yeah or someone will say like i had a dream and i'm like oh yeah what was it they're like bro it was crazy like i haven't had a dream like five years or something i'm like i dream all the time i dream every day yeah. dude like every day like and I even wake if up. i even if i don't remember my dream i do remember that i dreamed at some yeah. point the night before guaranteed yeah like i don't remember time where i haven't dreamed it almost feels like living a different life when you sleep. Like it feels like a completely different like time zone or not time zone, but like a different dimension sometimes. Like it feels sometimes my dreams are so vivid that it feels like I'm really in it. It's so weird. It's like I go to sleep and wake up in a different life and then go to sleep in that life and wake up in this one. Yeah. It's like, uh, what is it? Not astral projection. It's, um, oh, uh, lucid dreaming. Yeah. Lucid dreaming, which I try, try, but I always get scared because did you ever, this is going to sound crazy, but when you're a kid, like, did you ever get like sleep paralysis? No, but I remember looking into lucid dreaming where you like, the see day, the shadowy figure and people were talking about that. And I, don't, I don't know <laughs> if I, I like, actually, hey, nah, bro. I don't know if I've actually seen a shadowy figure, but there's been times when I've woken up in the middle of the night and my body will be like completely still and it'll feel like I can't move, but I feel like my eyes are moving around and I'll see dark things out of the corner. But when you first open your eyes, like your f- eyes are fucked up. So they're just trying to figure out what's going on in front of you. But mm-hmm. it literally felt like I couldn't move. Mm-hmm. And I was just like looking around and i was like i don't fucking like this feeling at all it felt yeah. like i was trapped i've never had sleep paralysis but i've and i did look into lucid dreaming before i forget mm-hmm. what was it the waking life the t- oh the yeah movie? Good, yeah on netflix i don't know if it's still on there but this was like when it first came well maybe not when it first came out but i don't remember right when it came out anyway when i first watched it though so yeah this was uh maybe a little after high school yeah right? i think that was when but yeah i watched it first in college i think as well. yeah. yeah so when that came out that's when like the lucid dreaming like when i started looking into lucid dreaming mm-hmm. And I hella wanted to do because I was like, damn, like you can live a whole different life. Yeah. You know, when you go to sleep, every time you go to sleep, it can Basically. be whatever you want, you know? Yeah. So then I looked into it and then like I saw like sleep paralysis and all that shit. And I remember like I attempted it for a while. Like they said, like set an alarm at, you know, a few hours after you go to sleep. So then you wake up, but you're like kind of awake, but not really awake. So you know that you're going to sleep. Yeah. So that you're kind of like priming yourself to know that you're sleeping when you are awake in your dream. Yeah. You know? All these crazy steps to like help you do this shit. Anyway, it was a lot of work and I just didn't do it. Yeah. And but, it is. But nowadays, though, when I dream, like what you were saying, like it feels like you're in a different, like for me, not a different dimension, but it feels like I'm like in a different life. Uh, I guess you can say dimension, like a almost like a parallel universe. Like it's still me. Yeah. My age, my everything, usually for the most part, doing something that I know it isn't right for this timeline. Yeah. Like there's always weird shit that goes on in my dreams that don't normally happen in real life. Like yeah. it seems like, like, I don't know if you've ever seen the TV show, The Flash, mm-hmm. but they have different uh, timelines too. Like. So there will be like a regular flash in one, but then there will be like a bad flash in another one. Mm. And it's all based on like what's going on in their thing. But each of them has crazy, like one could have dinosaurs in that timeline. The other one could have aliens. Like Mm. it just depends on which timeline they're in. I wonder who knows the most about dreams on earth right now or what they think about it. Yeah. Like that'd be interesting to have a word with that. Is it Meek Mill because he's always chasing them? (laughs) (laughs) Let's see what you did there. Put one up on the scoreboard for Zach. Yeah. Um... There's a young lady that I work with, and I think she listens to the podcast, so I'm not going to name any names, and I don't think she would mind if I said this, but she said that she doesn't dream, and when she goes to sleep, all she sees is like a black box. Yeah, wild, right? Yeah. Like, I, I asked her all sorts of questions, like, so do you like go in the box? Yeah, did you, like, do you open see the box? The box? Like, yeah. Is it like a, a TV turned Does she off? Hear? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what's in the box? Huh? You put the stick in the box? Roddy Rich comes here, Roddy Rich pops out of the box? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imagine yeah. you're having a dream and you've been having the same dream for like 30 years. It's just this black box and all of a sudden you just fucking Roddy Rich pops yeah. out of it. <laughs> I mean, that's uh shout out Roddy though. But that's crazy. Like, it's, Weird, right? So does she say, like, that's the only thing in her dream is just the black box? Or is it like she has a bunch of different dreams but the black box keeps appearing? She says when she goes to sleep, all it is is a black box. Damn. Yes. 
That's crazy. That, yeah. Do you know that, have you ever heard the thing, like, if you drink, like, something really sugary or eat sugar before bed, it, like, makes your dreams more vivid and sometimes causes nightmares? I heard that eating candy before you go to bed gives you nightmares. Yes. Yeah, sometimes it does. Like, oh, I've eaten, eaten candy before bed and it's given me, like, freaky dreams. I wouldn't say nightmares, but, like, weird shit. Like, one time I was being, like, tracked by a pack of coyotes. That was pretty weird. I have some weird dreams, dude. That they're, Some of them are really weird. Some of them are so weird that... There will be like places that I see in my dreams and mm-hmm. then I'll go places like around Seattle and it almost looks exactly like that. And I've never been to that part of Seattle before. Duh. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'd be telling Taylor my dreams all the time. And she's like, what the fuck? I'll tell you this one dream in my head. So it was my house, mm-hmm. right? And uh, okay, so I don't really remember all the dream, but I remember parts of it because it was so weird, so bizarre yeah. and so vivid at the same time that like I, I remember what my house looks like in the dream. And I remember that there is... A father and a son. Okay, let me paint the picture first. So you know the layout of my house. Yeah, the one you're... My current house right now. Okay, so for the listeners listening, I have like my my bedroom, a living room. uh, They're kind of like lined up. And then there's like a open area. And then there's like a bathroom on the opposite side of my bedroom. And that's like the corner of the house, right? Mm -hmm. And that was all that was in my house in this dream. And then everything that the rest of my house was not there but it was a cliff right like it was hella weird it was just a cliff like everything was open like the whole house was open where the rest of my house was yeah. and if you walk to the edge of the the part that i just told you was there it's a cliff like a drop off and so the bathroom next to my bedroom had like a window like it was this i don't know if it was a window or a door but this guy parks right there with his son and he gets out of the car he's like hey my son has to go to the bathroom right and i was yeah. like okay yeah sure uh come in like my bathroom's right here and instead of like walking into the bathroom that i can see him out the window in yeah he walks all the way around by the cliff walks into the house i was like hey you gotta take your shoes off before you come oh, on the cliff yeah which is weird because like the open space is like there's bricks yeah. in my house so you can you know obviously walk in without shoes right. or with shoes on i was like hey, you gotta take your shoes off and i don't i don't remember where the dream went but i just remember at the time i told taylor like in detail what happened in the dream she's like what the fuck <laughs> yeah well like a good example too is like i was in vegas a couple weeks ago and uh i was a little elevated mm-hmm. and uh i went to the mall they have the like the it's called like the fashion mall or something down there mm-hmm. i walk in i was like i've never been to that mall before and i swear to god i've seen that mall in my dream like it was weird like the stores were in the same place the champs that i walked into was the same champs i walked into in my dream it was fucking weird i remember seeing this thing and it was talking about you can't dream something you've never seen before yeah faces it's uh you can't your any face that you see in your dream is a face that you've seen before. Your uh, mind cannot create new faces. But every time that I have a dream, I almost never see their face. Like almost um, never. But it's not scary to me. Like you know what I mean? You, you know you don't mean like uh who was it uh, schoolboy the blank face where they didn't have sh- you yeah know, yeah no it's not like that it's yeah. just I don't know I just I know I know them I mean I don't know them but I, like I know that they're a person yeah nothing is scary about not seeing their face you know what i mean but i just never see their faces yeah that is weird i always see people's faces in my dreams i have a a lot of the same people reoccur in my dreams too i think it's a lot of the same people that i and it's people that i know it's not like this is just random people that pop up in my head like uh my cousin dustin ends up in my dreams a lot but we spent so much time together that we when we were kids like Mm -hmm. that that makes sense but like there'll just be like certain people that keep popping up in my dreams for weird reasons but that usually means that i probably should call or you know yeah. check up on people i almost never have the same people in my dreams and i almost never have people like you know we kick it a lot yeah i almost never have i don't have you in my dream i don't yeah. remember i don't I'm have taylor in my bro. dreams i don't have my son in my dream like you're not good enough for your dreams no it's just <laughs> i don't know my dreams are just so they almost never have people in them oh uh, mine always have people in them There's really always somebody involved or i always lose my keys 
or <laughs> I either lose my keys or I park somewhere that I can't get to right away and I have to walk. That sounds like a metaphor fun. to something else. Oh yeah, it is. It's like you're looking for something in your life, but I'm like, yeah, my car keys. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Now I have um uh like a dream book. Okay. Like an encyclopedia. I don't know how much I believe those. Yeah, some of them are just too dumb. Like, like where they say, like, oh, you're punching something and you, you have no strength behind your punches means that you're if you're losing balanced. a fight in life right now. Actually, that, I used to have dreams like that a lot where I would be like boxing somebody or getting into like a fist fight and I couldn't hit them. Like, I, I could not hit them and they w- it wouldn't do anything and they would just wail on me and yeah. I would just take it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've definitely tried to punch things and I didn't have any strength backing it. Yeah. Yeah, dreams are weird, man. I try to remember my dreams as much as I can, mm-hmm. but usually they just... That was another thing with the um, with the uh, lucid dreaming mm-hmm. Like you're supposed to write down. Actually, you know what? Let me look at my notes because I have notes from like 2016 from my iCloud. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, let's see. That is one cool thing I wish they could do with technology is be able to hook something up to our no, brains while we're don't, don't say that shit. To see our dreams? I, yeah, I don't know if you want to see that sometime, bro. One of the wildest dreams, it's not really even wild, but one of the craziest ones I had, and I don't know, like, I believe, you know, I'm big on, like, spirituality and stuff, so I think that this was somebody saying something from up above, but I had a dream one night, like, a really vivid dream that my grandpa passed away. My grandpa's still living, by the way. Mm-hmm. But I had a really, really vivid dream that he passed away, and I woke up, and I was in tears, like, literally in tears, mm-hmm. like, from this dream. And my mom calls me the next day and told me that he had gotten uh, cancer. Mm-hmm. That was wild to me, dude. Like that's that, crazy. I w- the whole day, like that shit will throw your whole day off. Like my, and obviously the cancer thing would, but like the dream being followed up with that, like the whole thing was like, what the fuck? Like, why, why am I being told this knowledge? Like, it, mm-hmm. it was weird. It was very strange. Never, since we're talking about dreams, apparently this is a dream episode. Um, do you ever have... Like, have you taken, like, NyQuil or something and had a crazy dream? Yeah. Dude, my dreams are fucking weird, bro. Yeah. Um, have you ever had a dream about somebody? That, this is probably, like, relationship talk, but have you ever had a dream about, like, your significant other and either something happened, like, something sad happened, like, they passed away and you just wake up feeling really sad or, like, you get in a fight with them and then you wake up and you're already angry at them after you've woken up? Not, like, angry, but you're just, like, in a bad mood because you had a bad dream about them. It's not even, like, something that they did. No, but Taylor, she has that. Like, she'll wake up in a mood because I did something bad. Yeah, I'll, yeah. yeah, I'll, like, wake up annoyed every once in a while and just be like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. I don't have bad dreams. Like, almost ever. Oh, uh, really? Like, I don't remember the last bad dream I've had. I don't have nightmares. I don't think I have bad dreams about people because I think something bad's happening. I think I have bad dreams about it because if I can feel like their energy's off, I feel like that changes. If they show up in my dream, that changes my dream. If I feel like the... Like, like the arguing thing, like if I feel we're, like we're already at a disconnect and mm-hmm. then that dream happens, that probably means that that disconnect really is there. It like reinforces mm-hmm. my idea that, because they say like your dreams are like what your your waking life feels like, like whatever is going, the stress that you bring in your regular life is what you're going to bring into your dreams and stuff. Interesting. But it's weird because like you said, you don't really dream stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I'm just fucking sensitive. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty I, sure if you've listened to any episode of this podcast, <laughs> you probably know that, but whatever. Yeah, man. I don't. If I do have a negative dream, I think I'm just so aware that it's a dream. I'm like literally one degree away from being lucid in my dreams. Yeah. Like I'm so close because I'm almost to the point now that I don't even really care if my dreams become lucid. I'm just down for the ride. Yeah. You know what I mean, like I know every time I go to sleep, like low key in my mind, I'm like, hmm, what am I about to dream? Mm-hmm. You know, like what movie am I about to watch? You know, I always know when I'm about to fall asleep. And I don't know if this happens for other people, but. I'll lay down and like my thoughts will start to drift into random shit. That's mm-hmm. when I know that I'm like at the point of falling asleep is when I just start thinking of random shit and then I try to figure out how I got to that random thought. Yeah. It's weird. Dude, I, it's like a game. Do you ever have it where, cause I know like sometimes like if I get in like a rut of thinking of ideas for the podcast, like uh, conversation topics. Yeah. 
do you ever have it where you just kind of put something in your mind right before you go to sleep like i'm gonna think about topics for the podcast mm-hmm. and then it, it develops oh do for sure that? yeah that's kind of like meditation for me like i'll meditate on something that i want to happen or like that i want to see because like it's creating your own reality like mm-hmm. if i can think of this in my mind it can actually be happening so i do that then i always meditate right before i go to sleep and then go straight to sleep so that that's in my brain's registration for when i go to sleep yeah i think it's pretty cool because it works for me like i would say like 90 percent of the time yeah as soon as i tell myself to think it that's just like i think all my brain needs is like the last thing that you say is the thing that we're going off of so yeah. make it good you know what i mean well yeah and that's like the they say that the way you go to sleep is how you wake up too like if you go to bed, bed angry you're gonna wake up angry i don't believe that's it sad. I, I think sometimes that's true but not i've gone to bed so. angry many a times and woke up peachy as fuck yeah that's <laughs> true yeah there's been a couple times where i'm just real pissed off and then yeah. went to bed just woke up in a completely different mood yeah but that might have been because my dream was good yeah i don't know maybe now that you say that i don't i've never really i don't really dream when i am mad now that you say that i wonder if that's like an actual thing like obviously it's an actual thing but i wonder if like if like your emotion can block out your dreams like if you feel so bad or like such a way towards something if it just your brain doesn't even want to think of dreams it just wants to stay stuck in that negative emotion or not negative emotion but in that emotion like to dwell in the moment yeah like your brain's it's almost like your brain's distracted with that instead of trying to dream maybe like i think like you know with stress like people often say like when they're really stressed they wake up a bunch of times in the middle of the night mm-hmm. i think that's it because your brain is so distracted by that that it's snapping you out of your sleep you can't fully you can't get into that deep enough sleep to dream so that what people that could be why people a lot of people don't dream too is because they can't actually get into that calm of a state to be mm-hmm. able to dream because a lot of people can't you might be onto something yeah maybe they figured out the, <laughs> the secret key you found the key you got the keys yeah <laughs> Uh, Maybe it's in that black box your friend was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. Black box. Yeah, I'm going to ask her more about that box. <laughs> yeah, I want to know more. Well, <laughs> All right, let's go with your box. Yeah, let's <laughs> it with box. Oh, yeah, I had a good one, too. Um, So this kind of goes back to, like, the mental health conversation that we had earlier. And it actually, or not earlier, but in a previous episode, kind of goes back into what you were saying about IG as well. Um, I've had a lot of people in my life that if you looked at their pictures, if you looked at their life or what their life portrayal is, it might seem like they have the most amazing things going on in their life and that they're so happy. But I've come to notice that a lot of those people, too, are not really that happy. Like, the people that I see perception of, I'm like, oh, they must be doing well. Like, sometimes I'll be like, I don't need to check on that friend because they look like they're doing so great. And then it might turn out that they're in a, they're in a shitty spot. But I would never recognize that because of what's being projected. Yeah, I'm sure it's a lot more common than we think that all these people that portrayed such a positive image... Mm-hmm. I think that it also comes down to, let me finish that sentence. The people that portray the positive image, I do think that they're hiding behind this, almost like they need verification. Yeah. That your life is good, you know, or validation, verification, whatever. I think that that's common. I know. I definitely think that way, though. I'll say that, like, I'm overly positive to myself to make myself feel positive feelings. Like, I overdo it sometimes just to make sure that I stay in a positive level instead of, like, allowing myself to drift back towards more negative feelings. Hey, I agree with that. I work hard to stay on a positive. Yeah, and it's hard, man. It's so hard, especially with social media. I mean, we've talked about this before about like even just seeing shit on social media. Like things can just turn your mood around so fast these days because we're we get so much information so fast. Mm-hmm. Oh well, even like what you were talking about earlier with relationships. I mean, you could be fighting with a the person. They might post a picture and make it look like you guys are happy. Mm-hmm. Like you hear about that about couples all the time. Like people will be talking about them, be like, oh, they might be on the verge of breaking up, and the next week you see them in you know fucking San Francisco or fucking Canada or something. I don't know why I picked those two random places out of everywhere, but you know what I mean? Like you see pictures and it would seem that they're all great, but you just heard last week that they were on the verge of breaking up. Yeah. Hey, I know people personally that are like that, man, yeah. who will be on 
trips to every single country in the past month you know what i mean mm-hmm. but talking about divorce every day you know what i mean yeah. so i i know that they're out there for sure i'm just trying to be good man i yeah. just want to be good I just, I, I just want harmony in my life that's all i want yeah. peace and harmony and the one thing that I hate these days too, going off perception and things, is like how many people fake being interested in stuff just because it looks cool to social media. A lot of people, you know, like I think that's always going to be a thing though, yeah, because that, that trickles down to the validation of you know your peers, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Just, everybody wants to be a part of something, yeah, you know. And if this is cool right now, fuck it, I'll suck it up so that. I can get a little piece of this so I stay relevant, yeah, you know, at a certain level. Or whatever. What, what I'd wish though is like a lot of people just especially on social media just share the same stuff like everybody has different things that they're that they like you don't just have to share the things that you think that everybody's gonna like like share what's truly yourself that's what i think so i think that's where the imbalance of social media comes from because it's supposed to be used as a self-expression tool mm-hmm. but instead of being a self-expression tool most people just use it as a self uh some people just use it as like a it's almost like a self-validation tool yeah. yeah i think that's how most people use it yeah which there's nothing wrong with that either i mean if you need like that little thing to feel better about yourself like i mean i guess do it but if it becomes a habit i guess that's where it starts getting bad if like the only time you can feel validated or feel happy about yourself is when people are liking your pictures and i can't even be the one to be like i need to stop that with myself where i'm telling people what's right and what's wrong i yeah. think i do a good job of not doing that for the most part yeah i try to too but maybe this is the thing that's holding them together yeah you know and i who am i to say to stop doing that and now you fall apart yeah you know? and with today too i mean a lot of people make money off of online stuff so i mean you're gonna have to post with popular if you want traction on your stuff so. for sure i get it yeah i'm not knocking anybody doing it. i mean hey if that's what you need to make yourself feel better than do it or if like you're making money off of it fucking hey balls to the wall yeah I agree <laughs> like, I'm, I'm all for that i agree with that uh but the funny thing about that too though is like a lot i feel like especially in this uh era of like influencers a lot of people are found to be frauds that way because they're trying so hard to be like, I watched a documentary on Vice about this guy who was, like, an exotic car dealer. <laughs> i seen that shit, too. Yeah, and the whole thing was fake. Yeah. Like, none of the cars were his. He didn't, They didn't even know his real name. They weren't even... He wasn't even affiliated with the company. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. But, like, how how far... that? I guess that goes into individual person, but how far are you willing to go to sell a lie? Like, that's pretty deep. But the way that he felt... So, breaking down the situation for the people that haven't watched the episode, mm-hmm. it was a younger guy who claimed that he was affiliated with this uh, exotic car rental company, and bottom line he wasn't you yeah know, but he would like drive these cars around and he would he was like he friends like, with celebrities and yeah that, he claimed he was friends friends with celebrities or, he claimed yeah. that he was signed by a, a music group uh wasn't it Floride or something somebody um he said that he would like sub rent his car so like he would like rent it from the place or go to these uh music shoots or whatever and sell time with the car you know oh, the I got you. Like, like that. so they would he would rent it and then have people rent it from him exactly yeah, you yeah. Know okay I mean. yeah i do remember that part actually. yeah so um and then you know it, it wasn't true right. all the things that he said it wasn't true but the takeaway that i got from this wasn't the fact that he was lying the whole time which is an obvious takeaway but it was you're doing this because you're searching for a feeling yeah like the the feeling like that high that you got from feeling like the man it's fucking crazy you know what yeah. i mean like and he wanted it it's crazy enough to keep chasing and he, it and he, exactly he touched it and now yeah. he needs to keep going that he fabricated this whole story about it that's just crazy man that's just wild like it, and people really especially you hear about it a lot now like those influencers will go through a lot just to make it uh, something appear to be something that's not the high is crazy like it's nuts yeah the high is crazy it's not to me personally 
it's not worth it. But I will also say I haven't tasted that yeah. either. So it's easy for me to speak right now without doing it. Right. Hopefully my circle around me will check me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but yeah, then that's also what I, I think that he was for himself. <laughs> you're going to hate you for using this word again, but he was like a nomad. Like, I don't think he really had real friends. And I think that's, that's another thing that is your friends are there to kind of like, um, tone down your perception too. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that they're there to give you a realistic view on stuff, but I also think you need to have friends that will really do that. And not just a bunch of yes men around you that are going to just, um, What's that word that I'm looking for? Um, enable. Enable. They're just going to enable behavior and want you to continue that behavior. Yeah. They're, his friends are probably laughing at him. Yeah. Like in his situation. Like it's easy to see in that particular situation the people around him are probably laughing at him. Yeah. It's unfortunate. You have a takeaway? My takeaway for this episode would be that no matter what the perception is of your friends or the people that you care about or your coworkers or anything like that online or even in like reality, if their perception is that they're good, don't use that as a thing to neglect checking on your friends or to communicate with them just because they look like they're doing good or seem like they do are doing good. Don't just use that as an excuse not to hit your friends up and not to check on them because it could be those people that are trying the most to make it look like that they're doing good are probably the person that needs the shoulder the most to talk to. That's real. My takeaway is I'm personally okay with you faking it till you make it. There's a lot of comparisons that we make on a daily basis with other people and it, I think it's natural. Just don't get consumed in it. Yeah.